Subconscious Parenting, Season 1, Episode 7, Our Changing World. Hi and welcome back to Subconscious Parenting. I'm Fiona McCorkle and I'm passionate about parenting. Today I will be talking about our changing world and each generation having a purpose and role in that continual change. I dedicate this episode to our emerging youth. When did we forget that we are all the same, that we all belong and we all belong together, that we are all the same species? We are the human race, we are one together. As humans, every day we seek out our common thread But do we also seek out our heart, our humanity? Do you view our world today and get drawn into negativity, hardship, problems and pain? Or can you also see the amazing world we live in and the fact that, as humans, we have never had more possibilities, opportunities and potential than we have today? It's time to remember our potential, our heart, and our humanity. Each generation has a purpose. Have you ever thought about life like that? About the fact that each generation has a role to play and a contribution to make in the continual and constant levelling up of the human race? And to help achieve that purpose, the humans born into that generation are born with an instinctual knowing and are raised with a certain skill set. If we look back through history, we see that every generation has grown up with its unique struggles and challenges and also its unique opportunities and blessings. Maybe even more specifically, a main theme that on reflection and with hindsight, we can see defined that particular generation and their era. I was born and raised in Sydney, Australia. I am a fourth generation Australian, descendant of Irish and English heritage. So for me growing up, the Western world was my compass and my foundation, and therefore my main influence. As adults, we understand and can reflect on how we are first and foremost guided by the foundations of our childhood environment. Although the world today is much smaller due to the incredible reach and access we have to it and to each other through technology, growing up we all have a local base from which we first view the world as children. Combine that with life experience, the gift of observation and the accumulation of knowledge through education, our point of view constantly grows and changes expanding and being influenced from the many corners of the world. Every generation has its struggles and challenges. Think of the generation of World War I. Along with other obvious factors, was there also a mix of both naivety and bravery that allowed that generation to march forward into that war? A naivety of not knowing what a world war would entail even to the point where some saw it as a lure to the adventure of travel. 
but also an incredible bravery of a generation willing to fight for their homeland and for their freedom on a scale the world had never seen before. World War II came with a different viewpoint. Certainly by then the naivety of what a world at war meant was long gone. It would of course be fought just as bravely and even more strategically with knowledge and experience gained from the First World War. Both bloody wars with much loss and devastation, they would gift future generations with the freedoms many are still blessed with, will be forever grateful for and continue to cherish today. These World War generations were brought up to be hardworking. They were stoic and proud, were taught to hold their emotions close, to not complain and to just get on with it. Many were raised on farms and worked the land. They were bred tough. This generation of children were raised on strict discipline, etiquette and social graces, and a strong faith. They were taught to have courteous manners and a high regard and respect for others. They were raised to value hard work, to cherish family and community, and to fervently respect their elders. This was a generation that revered the virtues of honour and integrity. Was it these values and virtues that equipped them with a necessary skill set to set off into a world war as a matter of duty? And would that happen in the same way and on the same scale today? Possibly not. Today we see the negatives of parenting this way, and in particular, teaching children to withhold their emotions and just get on with it. But back then, these war generations benefited from these particular values and skills they were brought up on. Where well-guarded emotion was a necessary part of your armour, and resilience was drawn upon for courage and strength. Where empathy and compassion were not prioritised for yourself, but rather reserved for your neighbour. Where children and young adults understood their place in society and their responsibilities to family and community. And where holding one's emotions close and internally was taught to be for the betterment of all externally. Was it this strict parenting, more fear-based and practice with less empathy, the foundation needed to build the necessary interior and exterior armours that enabled these generations to march bravely and dutifully into two world wars? Fast forward to today's world and we raise our children for the current times and differently to the war generations. But no matter the era, all generations have both their struggles and their blessings. I consider myself very blessed to have been raised in Australia and in the 70s and 80s. My fellow Aussie Gen Xers will remember our summer heatwaves spent running through sprinklers, chasing after the Mr Whippy van for a soft serve and swinging on the swings so high that the poles lifted out of the ground. We spent hours riding our Melbourne Star and BMX bikes around the streets, heading home when the street lights came on because we knew that was dinner time and mum was expecting us.
With just one telephone line to share amongst an entire household, we spent the evenings yelling to our siblings to get off the phone, it's my turn. We didn't have the internet, mobile phones or social media. Those were the Aussie summers of our childhood. Our friendships were our world and we felt such freedom to just live life. Gen Xers will agree that the 80s was the best decade to grow up in, especially the music, though I'm sure this will no doubt be debated by the other gens. Today we value the way we live differently, and that's good. Today is the time we are currently living in. As parents, today is the generation we are raising. Today we strongly value independence and individuality. We encourage our children to both speak their minds and broaden their minds. We teach them that anything is possible and to reach for their dreams and goals. They are encouraged to speak about how they are feeling and to ask others the same. And in fact, it has gone full circle where we now understand the importance of talking about our feelings and reaching out when we are vulnerable and in need of a listening ear, a helping hand, or more. Today we have many various groups and communities providing resources and support and in Australia we hold in high esteem national initiatives such as Kids Helpline, Are You OK Day and Got You For Life. We teach the power of empathy and compassion for both ourselves and for others and the importance of looking out for both ourselves and for each other. But would each generation be able to endure each other's era? For example, would our young adults today sign up to march off to a world war without thinking about much more than duty, stoic camaraderie and patriotism? Or would the generations of World War I and II be able to express their emotions and show their vulnerability as strengths? Possibly not. We have come a long way from world wars, minority rights, women's rights, the right to work, the right to vote, feminism and more. But we agree we have more to do. Today we express empathy and compassion differently and rightly include ourselves. We are learning and being educated more and more about inclusivity and the right to choose what our lives will be for ourselves. And big issues continue to be thrust forward. LGBTIQA+, Black Lives Matter, Equal Rights, Gender Pay Gap, Marriage Equality, Women's Rights, domestic violence, sexual violence and sexual harassment, consent, and the one that affects each and every one of us, climate change, are just some of the many topics that continue to be part of today's conversations. We are learning and we continue to learn. These shifting and ever evolving morals, ethics, values and standards a part of the ongoing progression of the human race and they continue to play an important role today 
enabling current generations to live in a fast-paced 21st century world. As humans, we are always levelling up. In all generations, there are always those that seem to be favourably equipped with additional skills or extra knowledge, a natural ability even, that shines a light on them as forward thinkers for their era. Einstein is one that may come to mind. These people seem to sit on the cusp of two generations, teetering between their own and the next. We may refer to it as intelligence, gifted, talented, skilled. It might present as a photographic or eidetic memory, or as an exceptional ability for learnt behaviour through observation. Maybe it's the capacity for a higher absorption of knowledge, or a natural curiosity and imagination that indulges creation and invention, or the special gift of an innate knowing. No matter the gift, these people are seekers. A connection and link between generations with a certain understanding for both eras. It would be fair to say that some people even transcend more than just their own generation and the next. They push their generation forward, sometimes radically so, and connect with the next generation instinctively, passing on knowledge to, to the next era that surpasses their own. Our youth today are more formally educated self-educated and worldly than any other generation of youth that has come before them. The World Wide Web and other mediums of technology that literally hold the world's information mean that education and resources are available instantaneously and 24-7 with a click. In past generations before the internet, our access to knowledge and information was through educational institutions like schools, libraries, universities and museums. We pored over books, newspapers, magazines, articles and encyclopedias. Did you own the complete set of Encyclopedia Britannica? And who remembers using a microfiche at their local library to do extra research for their school projects and assignments? It was a time when we held our teachers, grandparents, parents, older siblings and elders in our community in high regard as reliable and trusted sources of knowledge and information, especially on social, political and community issues. But with access to information at their fingertips at any given moment, our youth don't rely on adults in the same manner today no longer needing to seek out parents, grandparents, teachers, elders, community leaders, religious leaders, even politicians for knowledge and information in the same ways that we did, it has changed our role as adults and so too our role as parents. Today it is less about knowledge and more about wisdom and teaching, guiding and raising our youth deliberately. Our youth today are connected to the wider world from a younger age and are more educated than many past generations of adults. Information available through the internet and social media 
which is continually being updated and added to, means they know about many issues from a younger age. An already well-educated youth, their constant access to knowledge and resources promotes their curiosity and affords them early skills and confidence to form young opinions on big issues, particularly social issues. Though it is a fact that this influence is not always positive, nor the information always correct, it does open up pathways for them to get involved, allowing them to take action in world issues that, in the past, were traditionally reserved for adults. With their abundance of knowledge and confidence, combined with the internet and social media, our youth today have a worldwide reach for their opinions and points of view, and are able to draw large-scale attention to some of today's biggest topics like climate change and inclusivity. They are a youth powered by speaking up and speaking their minds, debating both social issues and worldwide topics. They are the climate generations, with a natural propensity for community, inclusivity and working together to problem solve. Humans have been problem solving since language evolved, maybe even earlier, with the adults traditionally taking responsibility for the issues of the day. This has been shifting for many years and today we are seeing this evidenced by our youth being interested in and taking on the big topics from a much younger age. This generation of youth will not be told that they are too young, don't have a say, or that their opinion doesn't matter yet. They are the opposite of the old attitude, children are to be seen and not heard, and in fact need to be both seen and heard if they are going to propel us through the next era of what will surely be an impressive warp speed 21st century. So what does all this mean for parenting moving forward? How do we best parent and support a youth that is already showing us their passion and resolve for worldwide topics and big issues and demanding authenticity from the adults? A youth that has a growth mindset for overcoming challenges and a capacity for great accomplishments. A youth that has a collective energy and group consciousness in the world and is already skilled at harnessing it for change. A youth that will communally pull their knowledge, skills and capacity to source what is needed to create real and positive change. Change that they have an undeniable expectation for. A youth that will carry well into the 21st century the responsibility to progress the positive changes and initiatives that generations before them started. And a youth that will be a guiding light for today's teenagers, Gen Z, and today's children and newborns, Gen Alpha, encouraging and mentoring them to discover what their own generation's purposes, contributions and legacies will be. What lies ahead for the human race in our changing world, we aren't to know. But as parents today, here and now, we can give our children the best of ourselves so they can become the best of themselves 
we can acknowledge that their world is different to ours and embrace those differences with them. We can commit to being open-minded about their world's challenges and not just listen to them, but really hear them. They know their issues. We can show up with authenticity and honesty and be their biggest advocate. We can parent out of love, not fear. And we can allow them their opportunities to be curious, support their biggest dreams and encourage them to be the, their own seekers of their future. I hope you found this episode, Our Changing World, food for thought and thought provoking. Maybe it has even sparked your curiosity and the seeker in you. I dedicate this episode to our youth and their future. With heartfelt intention, I wish to inspire thought change around our emerging youth and the spirited generations that are coming through now. Their purpose is one of huge thought expansion, remarkable discoveries and great healing. And they will do this together with each other through community. We are passing on to them an unprecedented and extraordinary time in our world, but it also comes with an enormous to-do list. They have the capacity. Whatever else they need, they will use their spirited resolve and resilience to find their way. As parents, our role now is to ready them and support them to become the best of themselves and the generations they are going to need to be to take the human race and our changing world forward and into its next chapters. It's time to champion our youth. This is the final episode of season one. Coming soon to Subconscious Parenting, in season two, we'll be exploring the wonderful world of parenting from bouncing babies all the way through to the young adult and adulthood. If you would like to go on this parenting journey, discovering more about the passionate world of parenting, I'd love you to join me here for season two. Questions or thoughts? Contact me at subconsciousparenting at gmail.com or for content that supports all of my episodes on Instagram at Subconscious Parenting. So thanks for being here and listening and for being passionate about parenting.